Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of Your Mind Elephant podcast. My name is Paul, your regular host, and on today's show I'll be talking about Manchester United's um, goalless draw with Watford at Old Trafford. Um, yesterday, Manchester United endured the frustrating goalless draw with Watford, failing to take advantage of the numerous chances they created to cement that place in top four and again lose ground on their rivals. Arsenal won on Friday, I believe. Uh, well, they won the last game. I guess Wolves, the one two goes to one. Spurs yesterday annihilated Leeds United four goes to nothing, which led to um, Marcelo Bielsa parting ways with Leeds United. And my United could not cement their place or keep in touch with their rivals or keep their rivals at bay with a weak opposition like Watford. So it's quite frustrating to see how difficult and how frustrating it is to be a Manchester United fan these days. Um, it was a disappointing result. It was not a disappointing performance by any means. It was a far a bigger improvement um, in terms of the quality of the performance compared with what we saw at uh, the Wanda Metropol- Metropolitano Stadium in Madrid. Uh, my United were very poor on that day, even though we got a draw and a favorable result in Europe. But the performance today was way much better, which is good to see. Although we have to remember that this is Watford here, a team battling relegation. But we've also been poor this season against relegation candidates as well, or other relegation candidates. And in Watford also defeated us at their own home ground um, by four goals to one, the game that eventually got only the sack. So we have to put all these things in context. And um, after the break, I intend to discuss what really is the problem with Manchester United and why. Manchester United is struggling to beat teams that it ordinarily should be defeating and why Manchester United is currently in the position it is in at the moment in terms of the football alone and the the politics and the management outside the pitch you know so that will be discussed after the break don't go anywhere Alright, thank you for staying tuned and you're welcome back to the show. I'd like to appreciate all of you who take out time to listen to my podcast. I appreciate you all for your support. Please don't forget to like, subscribe or follow depending on your podcast platform. And don't forget to give us a five-star rating so that we can reach more listeners. So thank you so much for your support. All right, back to Manchester United. Well, again, a very disappointing result for Manchester United considering the chances we created on the day. Um, 
um, Cristiano Ronaldo and Bruno Fernandes, the guilty parties wasting numerous chances to score. Ronaldo hit the post, had the goal ruled out for offside. He had two attempts cleared off the line. Bruno missing a good chance. Isita one on one, shooting straight to um, Ben Foster and also failing to hit the target with the goal at his mercy after a cross from Ronaldo. Elanga too missed a good chance in the second half while we were desperate for a goal. He failed to hit the target with a poor finish with his left foot. It is something he needs to work on. Um, although he's a young player and we expect that in future he will be much more clinical, but he should be scoring those chances when you're one-on-one with a goalkeeper instead of missing the target. Um, all together. Again, his finishing is sometimes wayward and if not that he was lucky against Atletico Madrid, he scuffed his shot, you know, even though it still trickled into the net, but he scuffed his shot and against Leeds, he also scuffed his shot using his left foot. I don't know what his problem is. He needs to develop that aspect of his game so that he can bury these chances. But he's a young lad and he needs to be given some slack or cut some slack. Ronaldo, though, Ronaldo, Bruno were the biggest culprits on the day. And it was a frustrating night for all of Manchester United. And even the players, they put in their best. They had a very good game, I have to say. A far um, bigger improvement to the draws we were served against Atletico Madrid. Um, but again, there's a lot of problems with Manchester United and we are far away from our rivals in Man City and Liverpool and even Chelsea. Um, after reflecting on what again was another disappointing performance, I decided to check our stats you know, to see what really is the challenge with Manchester United at the moment. And there are various reasons why Man United is struggling. Since Rannick took over, or since Ole was sacked, Man United has never won more than three games on the spin. And that is a very um, damning situation. And it is one of the reasons why we are struggling. Last season would go on runs, win four five six games on the spin then drop points but this is not the case at the moment we are failing to win games back to back we we may win two excuse me excuse me we may win two games back to back but we rarely win three games in fact since Ole was sacked my united have not gone three games straight victories in any competition in all competitions let alone the league now you can imagine that if my United cannot win three games on a spin in all competitions, how much more or you know, what do you expect will happen in the Premier League? You know, in our last five games in the Premier League, we've only won two and drawn three. So we are dropping points left, right and centre. And we are battling top four with Arsenal and Spurs and West Ham and Wolves. Wolves are back in the picture, you know. And they have a game in hand. Who has a game in hand on Manchester United? And if they win their game in hand, they're probably maybe a point behind us or something. 
so this is the issue we are not winning games on the spin we are winning two games on the spin and we draw too many games since Rani took over we've only lost two wolves we've had a, a very good fixture of results we've only lost one game to wolves even though we lost to Middlesbrough but it was on penalty shootout but in regulation time and extra time it was a draw but you know we have not been scoring too many goals and in 20 games that in fact we've played 20 games since Ole was sacked okay we've played 20 games and my United has scored more than more than two goals or two two or more goals in only seven of those games two or more goals in seven of those games out of 20. that means in 13 games my United have scored one goal or less and that's the root of my United's problems my United is not scoring enough goals we score only one goal and if because we don't have a watertight defense we concede a lot so we end up drawing many of those games or even losing like we lost to Wolves but we've drawn so many games 1-1 we couldn't beat Middlesbrough we couldn't beat Aston Villa we couldn't beat um that there are too many games to count now we, there are so many games we've played that we didn't win we didn't beat Newcastle we drew it Burnley at Tuffmore so many of these games we've been drawing because we've not been scoring a lot of goals and of course in a few of those games we'll be hard done by by VAR you know even today there were a few decisions you would you would fancy or that is getting a penalty like the ridiculous decision uh, in the Man City game with Everton yesterday that was a stonewall penalty but the Man City because are a big club and maybe a title challengers got the benefit of the doubt you know the fear the fear that the whoever was the the VR official I don't know whether it was Chris Kavanaugh or something he was too scared to award the penalty to Everton so that the title race will be blown open he was too timid and these are the issues we have to deal with in the premier league many referees are timid or incompetent and are not doing their jobs and thereby trying to not are not trying to upset the order of things my united normally would get some i wouldn't say unfair decisions but some decisions would be going in my united way if we were at the peak of our past like we used to be like in the games against burnley or the fouls i guess ronaldo today one of the fouls should have been awarded as a penalty but it was ignored you know um the goals against burnley the goals that we scored two of those goals should have been um awarded at least one of them should have been awarded as a goal it was not given so there were many questioning decisions that my united are suffering from from var and it's just unfortunate that many english referees or the many of the referees in the premier league 
adjust um i don't know the name or the word to describe them but i digress the point is manchester united is not scoring goals and you cannot blame all that on vera even if we want to blame that on blame vera for some questionable decisions we cannot blame vera for 13 games it's not just possible in in out of 20 games 13 of those games my united failed to score more than one goal and that is a terrible statistic for a club of this stature a club that really wants to challenge for trophies should be scoring more than one goal so what does that mean we have a striker problem and possibly a midfield problem so even with the defensive midfield issues we've been having this season we have another big issue which is a striker problem and the Ronaldo debate comes in. Now, there's been an agenda by some section of the United fan base against Cristiano Ronaldo. I feel that Cristiano Ronaldo deserves some respect. One. Two, Cristiano Ronaldo, yes, has gone through a drought and he has a lot of credit in the bank to be allowed to undergo or suffer a drought. That is, that is what I believe. Then also, we don't have a backup for Ronaldo. Where is Edison Cavani? Where the hell is he? Where is Edison Cavani when you need him? Our two main strikers are players who are in the twilight of their careers. So there's a problem. And this is one of the unbalanced, we, uh, one of the reasons why our club is unbalanced. There's, there are too many... Um, I won't say dead wood, but the the team or the squad is lopsided. We don't have any young attacking striker that can come in if Ronaldo or Cavani are misfiring or if they're not available. And in the midfield, we only have one defensive midfielder. Specialist defensive midfielder, which is the Majamatic, and he also is aging. Two key positions in this team are played by people who are over 33 years old or 33 years and older. That is the problem I believe is wrong with Manchester United. We have a midfield problem, we also have an attack problem. So, this is what I feel Ronaldo has undergone his longest drought since he became world renowned since he became <clears throat> a scoring machine in 2006 this is his world his worst goal drought in his career ronaldo since he scored against burnley at old trafford has gone eight games without scoring he scored against brighton and since then he has gone three games without scoring so he's going through a difficult patch so we have a striker problem and that is why we are not scoring goals regularly and that's why we're not winning games in those games that we drew 1-1 if we had scored one more goal our story will be different we'll probably be over at we'll, we'll probably um not lose to Middlesbrough, will probably 
would be third in the league, not um, struggling with fourth with Arsenal and Spurs and West Ham and Wolves, will probably be way higher in the league, will probably be in a better place, you know, will be in the next round of the FA Cup. Now, we are not going to play a game till the 6th of March because there are no games to play. We are out of the FA Cup, we are out of the Carabao Cup, the Carabao Cup will be played today. You know, at Wembley, Liverpool, Chelsea. We got knocked out a long time ago under Ole. The very first game to West Ham. He was smiling like a cat. In the FA Cup, we wasted our chances against Middlesbrough. In our last seven games, we've created a lot of chances. But we've not been taking those chances. And initially... I was happy with creating chances, even though I was disappointed we were not taking or converting those chances. In our last seven games, apart from the Atletico Madrid performance, which was shambolic, we've been creating chances, chance after chance, but we've not been taking them. Yes, of course, we defeated Leeds, uh, we defeated Brighton, uh, we won one or two other games, but we've been dropping lots of points we've been drawing i think we've overtaken chelsea as a draw specialist in the league and this is one of the reasons why i don't think Ranik should become our manager full-time he needs to hand over to somebody else i believe he has stabilized the ship i believe he has made us a bit difficult to beat but we are still far away from where we need to be and it doesn't get any easier in this month of march there are so many big games we'll be taking on manchester city we'll be taking on spurs we'll be taking on atletico madrid in the return leg of the champions league they'll be taking on liverpool it doesn't get any tougher than that and i don't expect my united or this current form to win more than one game i fancy our chances of defeating Spurs, but I won't be surprised if we get a draw. I fancy a chance of defeating um, Atletico Madrid, but I won't be surprised if we also get a draw or get beat. These are things that can happen. Our season will probably end or continue to give us some hope after we play these next four games. In fact, after we play the next three games, after we play Atletico Madrid with a timing where we are for the rest of the season whether it will just write up the season and focus on other things so Manchester United as it is right now is our biggest problems lie in attack and in midfield attack at the moment in the short term the attack is misfiring not enough goals are coming from Ronaldo from Rashford from Bruno. There's no missing Greywood for now to further notice. So Mr. Greywood is out of the picture. Elanga has chipped in a few goals. Jesse Lingard has not done anything. His mind and body are so uh, outside Manchester United. He's just going through the motions. No Marshall. He has been sold. Or rather, I beg your pardon, he has been loaned out. Rashford, I don't know what his problem is. Makes constantly making the wrong decision 
doesn't know when to run with the ball, doesn't know when to run at people, doesn't know when to pass, doesn't know when to shoot, shoots waywardly, passes terribly. Everything is um, labelled for Rashford. There's a big problem with Rashford. And we used he used to be one of our biggest contributors to goals. Rashford Bruno. Bruno is off and on. Ronaldo is undergoing a drought. Elanga is giving his bet, but of course, you can't depend on a player like Elanga. So who are we depending on? Sancho is more is of is a more creative spark, but Sancho will not grab you at least not with the way my United are playing. Will not grab you the required goals of feeling what Ronaldo and the others are supposed to be feeling. So these are the problems with Manchester United. Our defensive midfield is always going to be an issue until we straighten in the summer, hopefully. And we need to think about getting somebody to challenge Cristiano Ronaldo next season. That's if he, be, he d- decides to remain at this club. I won't be grudging if he stays, neither will I be grudging if he leaves. But we need another clinical, dependable striker. Look at Dusan Vlahovic and Juventus. An instant hit. He's grabbing the goals. This is what, this is the kind of people we need at Manchester United. A signing that will galvanize, revitalize the team like Bruno once did when he was signed. You know, so Manchester United is in a terrible, terrible place. Um, the only good um, positives for me is um, they kept a clean sheet to the, uh, in the game against Watford and they played better than they've done in a while. They played well, at least we enjoyed the football. We just did enjoy the way the finishing up of our strikers so individually the jedi have much to do he made one or two saves but he was not really tested he had a good game against watford wambisaka in the first half did okay but in the but really he was not really tested you know but he had a good game um varan lindelof should be our first choice pairing Going forward, I hope Rafranik will be bold enough and courageous enough to stick with Victor Lindelof and Rafael Varane going forward. They have the complement each other and have a good understanding in defense, and they had a good game today again. Um, maybe it's because Watford didn't have real attacking threats, maybe, but they did okay, and I can't fault the performance. Um, Alex Telles. I would say it was average too. I had a, a good free kick that went wide a bit in the first half. Um, Luke Shaw came in in his place and Luke Shaw tried to influence the game, but uh, again, his crosses, many of his crosses were overheat or underheat. So, but I feel they both had the same performances. I was impressed with Nemanja Matic today, he was quite good. Uh, though he was substituted in the second half, um, we can't expect him to be playing 19 minutes regularly all the time. So, 
I'm not surprised it was taken out. But I felt throughout his um his stay on the pitch he was quite good. Uh, Pubato had a decent game. I won't say overly outstanding, but it was decent. My problem with Pubai is sometimes he dwells too much on the ball, trying to be clever or trying to do some magic and he ends up losing possession or wasting the pass or something. Um, Bruno, I think, was good today. Aside the misses, I think he was good. He was energetic. He was involved. He tried to um, support Cristiano Ronaldo and should have scored at least one goal today. And I'm quite disappointed in his finishing. Uh, hopefully, he will get his finishing boots back soon. Um, in the attack, Ronaldo wasted too many chances. He hit the post, got the goal ruled out to offside. Um, missed numer- uh, a few other chances in this, especially the second half. So um, it was not a very good at the office for Ronaldo, but that along. As he's getting the supplies, eventually something will click. It's just that we tend to struggle to create chances on a consistent basis because we sometimes lose our midfield cohesion um, and midfield and dominance, you know. So Elanga was voted by some people the man of the match. I disagree 100% with that. I don't see what he did that warranted him to win one of the match. Um, I feel that um, he should have scored in the second half. He linked up well with the midfield and other strikers. So, I don't have the problems with <coughs> excuse me, Anthony Langer's development. I just feel that he's, uh, he needs time and he needs to work on his shooting especially with his weaker foot, to get shots on target or not even bother at all. You know, it's not compulsory in my opinion anyways. So use your weaker foot to shoot, just shoot with your right foot. You know, find good techniques to shoot the ball. And I think you'll be fine. That's what I believe anyways. Um, Then Fred again had an average game. Again, you expect Fred to give the give possession away but he also was good in winning back possession and you know I think he was okay he was substituted anyways for someone else so um, the substitutes that came on and look sure um, who was came on Rashford uh, Rashford was rubbish as usual made a lot of wrong decisions didn't do anything significant the period he was on the pitch. So I'm trying to recall the other substitute that was made. But I don't think um it is something to dwell on too much. So basically these are my thoughts of the game. We'll take on Manchester City next. In our next game I expect us not to win that game. We might be lucky to pick up a point, but I don't expect us to win that game and we may win we could win spurs but i expect um and to the credit to make spurs a bit difficult for us to defeat so that game may end in a draw so we may end, we may draw quite a few of those games and lose the rest 
I don't think we will beat Man City or Liverpool. We might get results against Spurs and Atletico Madrid, which realistically is something we should accept um, based on the state of Manchester United. Um, personally, I believe I'm beginning to prepare my mind for Europa League football because I don't think we are good enough for Champions League football, even if we make it um, to the top four. I think we should um, come to the realization that the Glazers, as long as they are there, our club will continue to remain mediocre, and even the best coaches cannot achieve much with the way with the players that my United have and the way the club is run, there will be problems. So, in the summer, my United need to do something about the attack. And if Ronaldo wants to stay, then should, we should get someone who will challenge him for the top nine position since Cavani is leaving. And, and then, in the midfield, we need to um, if Boba is going to leave, we need to bring back Van to play in the midfield and sign a defensive midfielder who will replace the Majamatic and possibly another creative midfielder to fill in, you know, um, in midfield to help our creativity. We are struggling partly because of our relativity, but we also do. Um, I think we're also doing quite well um, in terms of our overall play um, this last couple of games. But we need to fix that defensive problem so that um, going forward, uh, my will not be easily penetrated and our attacking players can be able to express themselves a bit more. So these are my thoughts on the game that... We played yesterday against Watford. It was a poor result, decent performance, an encouraging performance. Um, we just need to hope that um, Manchester United will continue to. I mean, our strikers at Manchester United will, will be much more ruthless and clinical, which for me is different between us and them at the moment. The Liverpool and Man City have a much more ruthless and clinical streak than we do. Okay, so that is the difference between us and them. So, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to stop here. I want to thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, kindly consider being a patron to the Missions of the Manuelary Final podcast on Patreon. You can find me there. Or on Buy Me a Coffee. You can buy me a coffee. You know, on the Buy Me a Coffee website to support my work. So, thank you so much for listening. Do have a great Sunday and spare a thought for those in Ukraine as they battle with the Russian invasion. So, thank you. Have a great week ahead and bye for now.